I'm Elise. And I'm Lizzie. And you're listening to Cool Moms Podcast. Are we on the air? This is another episode of Cool Moms. I'm Elise. I'm Lizzie. Normally, I would have some Prosecco, but since I'll do this episode sober, I guess. Um, Oh, we've got sparkling water. Thank you. I think that'll do it for me. This week in motherhood. Lizzie, what's been going on with you this week in terms of motherhood? Mommy stuff. A whole lot. I'm actually battling with a little bit of anxiety because... You know, my man's been on paternity leave for three months, and that means I'm back in with just being me and baby, which is fine and whatever. But you <laughs> I know, think how you quickly come in like, oh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Totally fine. But I, I guess it's kind of challenging because, you know, we were having our little cute time. It was like being 15 again. We used to go out to go to... Starbucks or whatever, and I don't drink coffee. He got me drinking coffee, black coffee at that. <laughs> you know? So as it's supposed to be mater- paternity leave, it was more so like hang out with your mans and act like y'all got a job for three right. three months. That's cute. And then, you know, he just gets up and goes back to work, and I sit there and wait at the door again. What was like the first day of him being back at work like? Um, I remember telling myself the day before, like the sun- that Sunday. Actually, no, because it was Memorial and Memorial Day, I'm just thinking, like, all right, you got to have this whole schedule out because you ain't going to be calling him. Don't, I don't want him to think that I need him. So I was like, all right, let's, let's, go to the, let's, go, let's try to do regular thing. Let's go to the track in the morning. Then I'm going to make me some food, and I'm going to just go shopping. I ain't do not one damn thing. But I did know we went out um, to the track, and we did some running. But it was real lonely. Oh, real, real this is lonely. like an ongoing theme. Lizzie don't need nobody, but really Lizzie does. <laughs> Try to be so independent. I don't need nobody in my life. I don't need nobody in my life, but I do. Have I you do. been able to carve out like couple time? No, hmm. but I don't need. I don't need nobody. I just need me and my baby. Are you ready to get honest with us? Okay, no. I do. I do. He's been such a huge help in life. He's been such a huge help, except sometimes, um, which we'll talk about a little later. Oh, okay. But I guess we'll we'll table that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Help is important. This week is my last week for the summer in New York. <clears throat> which is kind of sad because we've been really, having our mommy time together. I know. It's really complicated. So I, speaking of help, I'm, you know, my partner and I don't live in the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, so the balance has been tough. And I finally was like, okay, I need some help. So I decided to go home for a bit for the summer and then also go down south for the which I think is such a good idea. You know, yeah, you know, that. a lot of people think it's a good idea. Babies think it's a good idea. Uh, everyone but me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good idea, and I yeah. think you need it. I think what do we call it? Your sabbatical. Oh yeah, I'm going on like mommy vacation or sabbatical or like my self-imposed maternity leave. Only I really don't want to sacrifice my independence and my freedom. Um, for the help. Freedom in, in what sense, though? Because I feel like, don't you get that extra help with family? Yeah, but sometimes I'd rather just do it myself. Because that's what you've just been used to. Because one, that's what I've been used to, but also it's like extra help, but having to sacrifice like my personal space, my home, my routine. 
So it's like uprooting everything that I do just to have an extra pair of hands to like give a bath. And I'm trying to Which figure out, does it weigh? It's so worth it. I mean, I'll talk to you in a month and we'll see what the results yeah, are. Yeah, holler at me in a month that. and I'll let you know how I feel about but I think being away from so, my home. Like, do you know what it feels like to be able to poop and not have the person, your little baby sitting in the doorway while you pooping? Yes, I do. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I leave my child in his swing. He's fine. The doorway swing? No, no. He'll be like in the kitchen. I'll be in the bathroom. Oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah. Because Aaron just be smelling my hot poops. <laughs> and it'd be hot in that bathroom. But it's like, what I got to do? I got to do what I got to do. When he do. was younger, I used to sit him in there. But now he's like a lot more independent. So whatever. That's Apparently, um, I'm not, though. I have people I have to depend on. I'm also really worried about uh, like being the only person with a kid out of my friends and being away. Like, I, I want to start mm-hmm. to go out. I know. I know. You know? Mm-hmm. I want to, like, go out. I want to be cute again. I want to drink. I mean, I still drink, but... <laughs> what else do you do? What else do you do to be you? <laughs> Let's talk about it. We well, don't I smoke weed. Okay. That's, and I think, that's, I think that's pretty awesome that you find... I do. do. You that. know, I didn't smoke during my pregnancy um, just because I didn't feel good about it. So you want to catch Why your are you tongue? Because it was like, it seems like such a taboo. I didn't smoke I during did my pregnancy. I did not smoke during my pregnancy before we get a lot of fucking angry ass mamas and whatever, like call Dyphus CPS. It's ACS in New York. Whoever. But call them. Call them. Call them. <laughs> so I did it. I didn't smoke during my pregnancy. And I didn't smoke until like uh maybe he was three months old. Wow, you waited out that long? I did. Okay, so let's talk about like how often were you smoking prior to being pregnant? <laughs> okay. So every how day. was that how was that change? Just you? about every day. As soon as I got pregnant, I started to the the craving for for weed um, yeah, completely went away. Okay, so, so I didn't even miss it. So how did you reconnect with weed then? When yeah, because I hit? had anxiety. I was like, listen, okay, I'm man. like coming back from like coming down off mommy blues, mm. not post, not like postpartum depression, but just definitely hormonal changes and adjustment to a whole new way of life. I started to realize I was having like. Um, I don't know, like mommy blues, because some days I would just feel sad for no reason. It just felt like really intense PMS. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, weed yeah. help? Weed help? Weed definitely helped with my anxiety. Yeah, weed has always helped with my anxiety. That's why I smoke. Sometimes it gives me more anxiety. Okay. Yeah. I don't smoke weed, but there's a lot of weed songs that I like. And when you <laughs> say this, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, let's get P.O.D.'d and P.O.D.'d again. Don't even know that really? song. No. The weed don't get no better. No? Okay. okay. The weed can't get no better. No better. No better. <laughs> um, do you not know a lot of weed songs? Um, yeah. Just no, you not don't. that. No, you don't. I mean, I you guess so. Okay, All songs feel like weed songs. Okay, whatever. So um, you a non-smoker. I'm a non-smoker. Every song is a weed song, depending on your mood. True that. <laughs> So, yeah, I, my friend came in town, one of Sergeant's godmothers, mm-hmm. and she is in the marijuana marijuana industry. So she, I was like, all right, if I'm going to get high for the first time again. Her name is Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. We love you. Kimmy has this um, company called Pinkstone, and it's a marijuana uh, organization, event-based company geared towards working women, especially working women of color who... Mm-hmm. 
partake in marijuana. So they do really awesome events. And, like, I've been smoking weed since I was 14, but I didn't know a lot. I didn't know you could have lungs for that at 14, but it's okay. (laughs) You don't. You shouldn't do drugs at 14. But um, I didn't. I wasn't really well-versed on, like, strands and things. Did your mama smoke weed? Did my mom smoke weed? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I didn't know that until way, way, way later. Did she still smoke weed? No. Okay. So you think. I've no, 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 no. Okay. I took a pause because let's, okay, side note, my baby shower in New York, I had two. My one in New York was like my friend's baby shower. Mm-hmm. I, again, I wasn't like partaking in weed. Obviously, I was pregnant. But Kimmy, my same friend, my weed friend, brought edibles. And my mom thought it was a good idea to take edibles. <laughs> Before my baby shower with her and my but partner. But she knew they were... She didn't yeah, know. absolutely. She knew what it was. She was like, I'm just going to do this again. But apparently back in the day, let my mom's friends tell it, she was a big pothead. Oh. <clears throat> Although she chastised me for smoking weed. She's like, I hope you're not buying it from the corner. I was like, Mom, people deliver to your house. It's Ooh, fine. Yeah. Let's bring you back. Let's <laughs> right. bring the 2018. Not crack. No, I have the app, Mom. <laughs> it's called Bring so, My Weed. Yeah, so... You know, being alone a lot with a baby and not quite feeling like myself and not quite understanding what, why I was feeling the way I was feeling. I was like, fuck it, let me smoke. So then I really felt like a parent, as ironic as this is. What do you mean? Because my son was asleep and I go in the bathroom of my apartment to get high, right? So me and my friend started smoking. I probably took like three puffs and I was just like, <laughs> Wait, did your friend stay with you throughout the entire? Yeah, no, no, she was in town to okay. stay with me. Okay, yeah, okay. totally. And then I started to get a little paranoid. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I got really high." And she's like, "It's cool, you'll be fine." Right, Sergeant. <laughs> I know. He, luckily, he was asleep and not doing that because that would have totally blown my high. Um, uh, yeah, I got really paranoid, and then I calmed down. I stepped out of the bathroom, and I saw my son sleeping on the bed. And it was like this um, complete out-of-body experience. And I was like, holy shit, I had a baby. And I don't think that I had leveled with that yet because my personality is just like, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a task or challenge and you just need to like push through, get an autopilot. And I think I finally like stopped and I saw him and I was like, I just started crying. I was like, he's so beautiful. And like, what an honor it is to be able to witness someone become themselves like so intimately. So is contact high real? I don't know. I don't get her contact high. I got to get high high. I I, I've been around people. But with pr- I mean, I don't I'm think sure for some contact. people. Oh, okay. yeah. OK. Yeah. Hot box. I'm sure. OK. So, yeah. That's how I was feeling. So that's what we did for me. I had this whole prolific moment of like where I uh, leveled with that stage of motherhood and having a newborn and or an infant. And yeah, just being really grateful. So the weed helped. Hell yeah. Yeah, the weed helped, man. You got mad moms out here on prescription pills. So don't write Mm. me being mad and you out here taking your Prozac. Mm. Mind your business. I actually want to get more into this. I want to just tell this actual story. Yeah. It's not really a story. It's a question for you. About weed, because now thinking about it, I was at, again, I wasn't around weed. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't smoke, and I wasn't really around anyone who did smoke. But I found out 
at the age of 18, my best friend, since we've been best friends since we were five years old, and whenever her mom would take us anywhere to Chuck E. Cheese or drop us off or something, I'm like, ooh, it smells like incense in here. <laughs> and I realized all my life I was that annoying person in the back of our car talking about what it smelled like. I was like, ooh, it smells like, it smells like poison ivy in here. Oh, my God. And then one you day. You don't even know what that smelled like. No. <laughs> then one day my best friend was like, yeah, my mom smells sweet. And I was like, Oh. oh, so I'm the one making it hot. Yeah, that's you. So yeah, and I was like, damn, that's an annoying ass little girl. Always got to pick her up with her, my little daughter's friend. Blowing her. Always high. talking about what it smells like in my damn car. That's so rude. Blowing but her. But I was thinking, high. I was trying to figure out. And I was like, Slima, did you know that she smoked weed? I don't remember what her answer is, but I felt like she didn't know for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when she got older, she knew. And then she just, like, kept it from all her friends because I don't think she thought it was normal that her mama smelled weed. And we're sure. like, you know, we we're just, like, 12 years old and 13 years old, and we didn't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, my mama smoked weed because it kind of was taboo. It's still taboo, except, you know, of course now with the marijuana industry booming at this point, um, it's become a lot less taboo. But I think that we need more dialogue like this. Like, yes, I can still be a good mom and I can smoke weed, just right. like you can have your cocktail or right. your Pinot Grigio or your Prozac. It's okay. So, are you going to let your baby know that you smoke weed? See? That's what I was wondering. I was like, how do... No, not until he's of an age where I think that we can have a real dialogue about it. Like, when he's coming into probably being a preteen teenager. Okay. um, If I'm still smoking weed, which I mean, probably. I'm I'm way more occasional. I will have the conversation with him about why I do it and, and how to safely use it. Just like drinking. You know, some right. people drink in the house with their parents, some people don't. Um, so, yeah. Okay. But I don't want him going around like, my mama smoked weed at home. No. Okay. No. This week in motherhood, I've been battling with the whole idea of, can I do the same thing? I, so, more so with my, my partner. It's more so, I've been trying to convince him to look at things like this. Everything you do, you have to ask yourself, can Lizzie do the same thing that you do? Can you just come home, kiss the baby, go to the gym, after you go to the gym, drive 20 minutes for a haircut, and before you know it, it's 11 o'clock. Like, can I do that? Can I come home after work and just do what I goddamn please? Because right. daddies do it. Because cause daddies do it. So I've been trying to, like, slowly talk to him. Not slowly. Fastly talk to him. <laughs> and harshly talk to him. Like, listen, mother effer, if I can't do it, you can't do it. And let's just go with that practice. Like, you have to think, what, what, what can Lizzie do? With every step you make, you got to ask yourself, what can Lizzie do? And you're like, uh, Lizzie's not able to do that. Why? Because she has to breastfeed. Why? Because she just can't. She right. can't step away from the baby for a certain amount of hours because the, be- the baby relies on her. Right. And then you apply that to what you want to do. And then and it's just for my sanity because I really do get anxiety when I see someone just live out their freedoms. Mm-hmm. And that it is a freedom. It's called male privilege yeah. in, a, in a way. It's when I live, when he lives out his freedom, meaning like comes home, like, all right, babe, I'm going to go to the gym. It's like, can I go to the gym? Right. How about now? How about how you about have now? this baby stuck on your nipple? Yes. <laughs> and if, right. Exactly. So I've just been struggling with that a little bit. Mind your business. Um, so, I see you flirt with your baby daddy. I love it. <laughs> He's sitting here giving me that. What you got to say? So, we have Rajni Jacques. Rajni is born in Queens, grew up all the way in 
the Garden State of New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Uh, and she's the fashion director for Teen Vogue, along with being an incredible mother of an almost two-year-old son, Mr. Diego David Dowd. I you know. can at him on Instagram. <laughs> he has his own handle. Is he private? He sure does. No, he's open to the world. Okay. My little mumush. <laughs> That's what I call him. I kind of want to start there. Because I was having this conversation today about, would you give your baby an Instagram? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I ha- I had a lot of feelings about whether or not I put him on social media. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, I was like, fuck it. Because my baby cute. I'm going to put my baby on social media. <laughs> put him on. You got to put him on. Every reason is stunt. <laughs> <laughs> Every reason is stunt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where I stand. Well, Roshan doesn't know where I stand. We'll get into that. Yes, let's get into it. Um so yeah, that was my feeling, mm-hmm. and so I occasionally will post Sergeant and his little cute self on. Do you post a uh, Insta Snap because I don't know what it was really called, or do you actually post a picture of him on your social media? Both. I do more mm-hmm. Insta story than photos, but I have posted photos. But little Diego has his own. Very he does, does he run own. himself? He does not run it. <laughs> he don't even know. I run it, and I post when I remember that mm. it's there. How often is that? I think I post one picture every, like, month or something like that. It's not one of those things that's an everyday type of thing. I mean, I post him on my stories because I just do a lot with him. But then I just have his own little thing. And, you know, in my head I say, you know, when he gets grown, then I'm just going to hand it to him. And David, my husband, is always like, do you think he's going to want an Instagram of him, like, right <laughs> from day one? And I was like, right. well, he can build from there. Like, for me, the way that I looked at it was it was his own kind of like photo album of him through the years. I also have a email that is Diego David Dowd, oh. and I email you have it. thought ahead. Yeah. So, but I don't know how far ahead you might be going too far because <laughs> if you get hit with a Lizzie Opa AOL, you real whack. So who's to say Gmail gonna be popping? And Gmail may Gmail Gmail may not be popping, but. It's embarrassing to have a hotmail. I know, but here's the thing. It's it's only like letters that I write to him. Oh wait. Yeah. That, it's not that is people so... don't write to him. I just like if he does something or has a moment like we're melting. I I'm just copying. you know, like today this is what you did. Like <gasps> that's it's it's more of a diary for me, but then at the end then I'll hand it over to him and be like like <sighs> even before you were born, we were writing. Roger, you. that's so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, well, I actually got it from a Google commercial, so it's not. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Like you were owning it. You guys should Google it. It's Ooh. a Google commercial. When I saw it, it had me in tears, and then right. I was just like, "Oh, that's a good idea to just like write him about like things that you you'll forget." And the cool thing about it is there's stories and there's nuances and there's little details that you know down the line when he's like 15. You'll forget, totally. but when you're in the moment and you're writing it, like all those things the are password. there. Yeah, do you remember the security? Questions? I do. I I like. I wrote it down somewhere. That's just you, Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie gets locked out of her own account. I get locked out so of everything. That's why I have to write it down. Yeah, and, like, she, <laughs> she like literally tortured me to log in ba- back into my Instagram. I don't remember it. I had to really. They were like, "What's your first pet's name?" And I was like, "I never have one." Oh I my lied, God. I but you know what? I'm glad that you brought up Instagram because earlier I was having a conversation about. Uh, someone asked me if Sergeant had an Instagram, mm-hmm. and I said no. But I hadn't thought about this idea that like you would pass it down to that's them. Kind yeah, of that's very beautiful. That's so thoughtful yeah. and and forward thinking because we are raising children in the age of technology. Yeah. Right. Like that's unavoidable. 
What is the extent of embarrassment? Like, does his photos have to be really popping? Like, what qualifies no. as a good post? I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, they are. No, there's there, no, there some where he is real he cute. He is fashion. <laughs> so, he yeah. is fashion. He's real cute. But then there are just somewhere that just, like, makes me, makes me happy. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no color scheme to, like, his. <laughs> it's not curated in that way. It's just, like, happy moments. Okay. And I'll be honest. Sometimes I just forget to... Sometimes I forget it's there. So then... When I post, I'm like, oh, wait, Diego has his own. Let me post, a, oh. you know, on there. But, you know, listen, I've gotten some hate. Like, why are you putting him on, like, oh. on Instagram? Name like, he's hater. just, you yeah. Like, shut out the hater here. No, no, just like, he's out there for the world. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I... I just want to. I want to celebrate him. You know what I mean. Okay. I just. I just want to celebrate him. And yeah, pe- people are always going to hate on something. You yeah, know what true. I mean. Like if I didn't have him on there, it's like you don't know, show him enough. Like so for me, I'm like, listen, let me just do this. I have fun with it, and it's not for me. I'll give it to him when mm-hmm. he's of age and can can kind of take it on himself. I'm also, I just that. wanted to secure that name. True. I just wanted to secure, have that name on lock. Oh. So, like, down Maybe the road. You it, I know you're going to say that. Yeah, you should, you could, but the thing is, you can secure it and not put anything on it. You know Ooh, what I mean? I'm going to get her at Yeah. <laughs> there you yes, go. You just, just secure the name. Set her up for success. Secure uh-huh. the name. Do you uh-huh. feel pressure? Oh, wait. What if someone takes it? Get on it. Okay. Right after this podcast. Before it's thousands of dollars. <laughs> um, do you feel pressure working for Teen Vogue and working in fashion? Mm-hmm. To have a really fashionable child. No. Um, so you I don't. don't get the pressure that your baby going to come up into the Condé Nast offices and be like, yo, <laughs> baby, what my baby got on? You got no, because he doesn't, he doesn't wear, Diego does not wear designer. It does not. It doesn't have to be designer, but it has to be like, you It's know, fresh, though. Like, no, he, he, he dresses like daddy. True. Like a so fresh tea. fresh. I mean, daddy wears a fresh tea and jeans and okay. khakis and like a sneaker. Okay. Like, that is Diego's like steez. Also, I'm not paying no. money for like looks that literally in two months are not going to fit That's him. Silly. You know what I mean? True. So for the most part, we, I don't spend money on his looks, and he's very plain Jane. He, Vans, Just wait. See? Wait, no, wait. We're gonna check at Diego David Dowd in like two weeks, and it's like this is a Fendi sponsored leather. ad by Mercedes Benz. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag, just a baby Fendi. I'm just a baby. You got the That's Prada suit. That's line. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. Um, you got to have so, a Prada suit? Nah, he's not a suit guy. Mm, so you say until mm. Prada's like your Rajani. I mean, I'll take that right. coin. Huh? Okay. Right. Or that sneaker. He is a New York baby. Yes. You know a New York man. Yes. love a Prada sneaker. All right, sneaker. what sneaker yes. he wear? He does wear a lot of Nike Vans and Nikes. Okay, that's cute. That's he's you. just a that's skater his. boy. He has a little skater boy. <laughs> However, being in the whole fashion world, I was like, you know how I feel. My baby can't have no pink, no prints. Uh-huh. She's only solid colors, and she can do a stripe. Okay. Um, however, we went to my brother's wedding last week, and I made a custom William O. Poe. We were in twinning. We were twinning to be winning. She was looking popping. And then my sister was like, okay, can I post this picture of her on social media just one time? I was like, all right, fine, because she was popping. Right, because you're such a posting. Can we say Nazi? Is it like yeah. weird now to say Nazi? Like, you're such a posting Say Nazi. what the hell you want to say. You're a posting okay. Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, post. But sometimes you got, I mean, like, I when she's popping, when she's that popping, sometimes you just got to let it go. I know. So I kind of was like a little grinning. I was like, I'm not going to look at the comments because I already know what's popping. You know, it's a bunch of vibration hearts. And it was. 
<laughs> Somebody was like, oh my gosh, finally we get to see this picture of Iram. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah, you got it. She's kidding. So you were at, um, I'm kind of jealous of both of you because both of you are like heavily tied to a culture. Mm-hmm. So being black American growing up, it's like, oh, what are you? <laughs> black. You, you know, no. We, we did your, your ancestry.com. Oh, we did, we did, we did. Ooh. And, we say what and you do are. tell. She is Ghanaian mm-hmm. slash Ivory Coast mm. slash Cameroon. All the nice Ooh. ones. She's a nice Do the African. thing. Do the thing. Oh 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 Yes. So I'm very connected Got to my people. Oh So what? How important is it to instill your Haitian culture and background um, into Diego and his upbringing? Very very. Very, very important. I think also because for me, this is the way I grew up. I'm first generation <clears throat> American, and my parents, especially my mom, made sure that we knew where we came from. We knew the foods we ate. We knew the culture. We were ingrained in the culture, and that we weren't ashamed of the culture because Haitians got a lot of flack for a really long time. You know, <clears throat> the big H, like all this stuff. We were even called African booty scratchers at one point too. too. Yeah, That's like crazy. just like you know, there was some haterade like, oh, Haiti ain't a real Caribbean country. Like all these things at Wait. one point. Really? Yes, yes. Haitians got a lot of flack for quite some time. And I want to say the tides turned in like late 90s, 2000s, and Mm. everybody wanted to be a zoo. I think it was because of Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Fuji's, like, oh, everyone wants to be a zoo now. Everyone's like, oh, sac passe, ma boulet, like all this stuff. But Mm. for me, I've always, even during the hateration time, like, I think, yeah, because the Haitian community is so tight. They 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 roll deep and like it, they, it's just like they congeal in a way where. Do you get mad at some of the Haitians who now want to represent now? Because I can't stand all the Africans. Everybody's talking about Wakanda. I'm like, no. Good when night. I asked you where you from, you said West Africa. And everyone's yeah. like, Nigeria. I'm like, no, bitch. I remember you said West Africa. Like real quiet on the radio, hot nights. Where you from? West Africa. You know where you from. Like, where are you from? Now everybody's like, oh, Nigeria to the bone. Yeah. So now do you get mad at those people who want to really go hard on that? Cause I, like, guess nah. I, I guess I do. But honestly, I don't even see them. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where I know I have been so hard for it and, like, about it. And, you know, like, he's got my, this is my Haitian. This, And, I mean, sometimes people will be like, girl, we know. You Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We heard you last week and the week before. You Haitian tomorrow, too. I get yeah. it. <laughs> So, I mean, it's very, very important for him to know the food, to like, you know, obviously be ingrained with my with my parents who are still very Haitian. My mom's thick ass accent. She's mm. been here since 1982. Mm. And like, I'm like, girl, that accent is She's like, I won't old. let it go. This is. But yes, it's very important, very important for him to know the language. You speak Creole. French at home? Yeah, Creole I speak French. Yeah, mm-hmm. I speak to him at home. And, and it's hard because I'm the only one in our core family who speaks to him. Daddy doesn't speak to him. Mm-hmm. You know, Tati Nicole, our wonderful nanny, doesn't speak to him. But she, like, she'll do the we oui and the no and, like, the little itty-bitty things like mm-hmm. bonjour, bonne nuit, like, stuff like that to kind of ingrain those words in into his like skull and right now he's prime time to absorb everything because he is a parrot right now so anything you say he says it back to you that's beautiful do you yeah. think 
that Diego sees a difference? Like, does he go to your parents' home and says, oh, okay, they're completely different than mm-hmm. when I go to my, my dad's home? Yeah. Like, this, do you feel like he notices that? Not, or not yet, but it will happen. Not yet. I think right now, Diego just sees, I, this is going to sound so idealistic, but he doesn't see color color right now. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's there's going to be a day where you can be like, oh, yeah, my mom is black. Mm-hmm. Right. My dad <laughs> yeah. is black. You know then what, I mean? what, what, what yeah. happens? I, I'm so curious about I don't know. when you raise <laughs> a, a child of, of multiple identities. I mean, we all have multiple identities. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. but of racial identity. <clears throat> what is the age in which children start questioning and recognizing race? And mm-hmm. then do you feel strongly about him identifying one way or another? I do feel strongly about him identifying <laughs> ahead, one speak, way. Speak about it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a black woman. First. First and foremost. You look at him, you know, sometimes I have him and people are like, oh, they question. Like, oh, so I remember at the hospitals, mm-hmm. a lady asked me, oh, so where are you taking him? I was like, I'm going to a breastfeeding class. So uh, you get like oh, yeah, those. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so huh? And, a nanny. Yeah. Or she thought I was maybe like a nurse bringing him like mm. somewhere. She didn't think I was the mom. And, um, you know, I kind of and I was on a lot of drugs because I had a C-section. So I was kind of mm. like, huh? And I could tell that she then saw like the look in my eyes. So then she started to backtrack. Right. And I was just like, right. I don't have time for you right now. Like, Ooh. my titties hurt. <laughs> it's like <My> everything hurts. <laughs> everything hurts. Like, but uh, that's interesting because also Diego obviously is a child of color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is obviously a child of color. And for me, I think that's why, for me, he's, he's a little black boy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What about his dad, to bring it back to dad? Mm-hmm. So do you think in this climate we're in right now, uh, you, your husband might be like, okay, I know I'm a, a whatever type of guy, white guy, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I have to remind my son that he's black. Does, does that ever come into conversation? Mm. Not as of yet. And I mean, we've had conversations like that as like, you know, with everything that's happening in the world in the context of everything that's going down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're raising a little black boy. Right. Like, yeah. and I think David understands that and knows that he's he's raising a child of color. Mm-hmm. So he's raising a child that is and hopefully as he grows up, there'll be more opportunities for him and it's less disadvantages. But for the most part, people are going to look at him and be like, what is you? Is what you mix with? Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, all those things. So we know that he's not pure white. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, and I think David understands, like, I am raising a child of color. But I think as Diego grows, he, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us because this is my first child, you know, and obviously this is my first biracial child. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I'm going to have to learn certain things. I'm sure Diego's going to come home with questions like, mommy, like how come she looks like that? And, and gra- grandma, grandma totally. looks like that. And zoom zoom, which is my mommy calls her zoom zoom and zoom zoom, you know, looks like this. And I'm going to have to explain to him like his culture and where he comes from. And, and hopefully I do a good job at explaining that to him. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a black woman. And so I see, I see black first. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I see my color first. And I obviously am going to project that onto him. And I see injustices. And I'm obviously going to be like, listen, you're going to have to try harder. You're going to have to work Let me harder. tell y'all, Rajni goes so hard. <laughs> Some racial injustice. <laughs> No. David's like, we get it. You're black. <laughs> You're black and it's not going anywhere. Please. So uncomfortable on Thanksgiving. So you, um, 
how old is Diego? Diego's going to be two in July, July 11th. He's oh. a cancer baby. Real quick, what's your favorite thing to do without Diego? Ooh. Without Diego sleep. Ooh. True. What was the last time that happened? Uh, Eight hours uh, flat. Oh, like last week. Oh, it was beautiful. You're, you're a good mommy. It was beautiful. Stunt. Stunt. Sleep oh. stunt. Stunt. Sleep stunt. Mm-hmm. It is glorious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. How soon do you think it will be before you have another? I mean, I'm trying now to have another. You know what I mean? Yes. Here's the thing. I'm already in mommy mode, and he's not out of... He's still a baby, mm-hmm. you know? He's going to be a toddler, but he's still in his diapers. I still have to watch him. So for me, I just figured I might as well just start now mm-hmm. to have a baby so that they're all they're both in the same wheelhouse. Totally. Do you know what I mean? I don't want him to be like six, and then I have to start all over again. I don't know. Oh, I get it. Because I'm 13 and 15 years apart from my siblings. Yeah. AKA, just, I'm mom number two. Yeah. I just, yes. How many? I have a brother, a sister, and another brother. So it's four of us. Age difference? My older brother is four years older than my sister is three years younger. And then my younger brother is 10 years younger. Oh, wow. Mistake. Stop. <laughs> but a glorious Stop. mistake. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Wait, I don't. Not to put your business. Go ahead, go for it. Okay, Lizzie and I, neither one of us were trying to have a child when uh-huh. we got pregnant. Got it's you. like, oh, uh-huh. surprise. So, something that I still laugh about to this day is years ago when we were at Brothers and Sisters. Uh-huh. And I think it was a sex talk that we were having. Oh. <laughs> right, you know where I'm going with this. Can we and, go there? <laughs> oh, yeah, got it. And go. we were talking about you were the only married person in the room. I know, and I got applause for that. I was like, God damn. I mean, <laughs> shit. And I was like, it's hard out here. we all trying to get you. found yours. Like, for real? You found yours. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you, ma'am. Bless you. But I thought it was really fascinating because you were talking about trying to conceive. Yeah. And tell tell us what you did <laughs> to conceive. Was this, it was, was hard. This pre-Diego? Yeah, so yeah. We, we didn't have, like, we were just like, I mean, my husband has wanted kids for at least five, four to five years prior to us, like, really trying. What about you? Did you want it? I, I always wanted kids. Like, I but always was it wanted like a dire need. No, for me, I'd rather have kids than be married. Okay. Like, True. Kids, kids were always like. <laughs> that's not life. Do you, you know right? what I mean? No. But I was like, kids were always like, I knew that's exactly what I wanted. I also wanted to be married, but like. If I had to give up one to have one, I, I knew which one I would give okay. up in a way. Okay. But <clears throat> I got married, have a great husband, have a great family life. So that all turned out well. But when we were trying, I was like, okay. Like one day I woke up and was like, I'm ready. And so when you're ready and the, my personality is like, I do. I don't talk to do. I do. And then I'll talk after about like the process. So I was like, Rajni is an Aries. <laughs> Are you an Aries? Yes. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, God. When you I'm said that, Aries. I was like, oh, that sounds like myself. I do. I don't talk about it. I just Ooh. do it. Yeah. Rajni, we are best friends. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's so hot in here. <laughs> so over y'all. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, let's do it. Blah, blah, blah. Let's like time it. Had my app. Had my pee stick. Had had the whole thing. You're an organized Aries. That's new. I, I am organized. Okay. I am an organized okay. Aries. But then nothing was happening. And I was like, fuck. Like, am I, am I not going to get pregnant? And the thing, too, is I have never had an accident. Ever. Mm. Ever. <laughs> If y'all don't know what accident means, I just never got pregnant before. So just, then my nose is touching my like. So for me, for like you. no, but, no. But here's the thing: like for me, not getting pregnant, 
I was like, maybe I just can't because I've never had an accident. But I wasn't always the most like. And you're with your husband for a yes. decade. So we we weren't on pills. Like we, it was a, the pull out method, right? And never an accident. That shit is accurate. Do you know what I mean? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it so, works. But, but then I was thinking, like, okay, I can't. Like, it's not going to happen for me. Anyway, long story short, I went and I got tested. The doctor was like, everything is fine. It's just timing. So we started. It took us about for like a ten year. years. You guys were getting good timing of missing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, I mean, like, a blessing. Yeah, 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 they are. <laughs> but then when I wanted to have, nothing was happening, and so like. You have to go on a regimen and like no one tells you that you only have really 12 to 24 hours to get pregnant. Like it, the, the window is so small. No one tells you any of that. So pretty much what happened was like, I'd be like, all right, get your dick ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ovulating. And I would literally, you know, and you can't do that with sex, especially for a guy. Totally. Like they have to like get, it get, needs to get enlarged, all that stuff. So I would just have my phone and I would put on porn. It was like a lesbian porn. And I would put Is it on. Is that what it was? Yeah, he loves like lesbian porn. So then I would put it Take and me out. legs up and be like, okay. And you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And I was like, that's how we had to do it. Because literally, I was like, I have to be, a, I have to leave at work for 945. We got to do this between 910 and 920. What? That's my baby. <laughs> this is real life. Um, real life. Lizzie, go get your baby. <laughs> yeah, so long story short, it was crazy. But we had our little Diego. And now we have our baby. And now we have our little family. How much lesbian porn did you have to watch to conceive? A lot. <laughs> and let's be clear Which I website? didn't actually watch it it was literally on my side or in my head so I just heard it okay. he was watching it okay. listen I would like to do that sometimes just in general like I'm tired let's just lay this on the pillow yeah, like, you can finish I'm gonna be asleep <laughs> do what you want I don't care 12 to 24 hours that's all you got a month Amazing. Damn, Lizzie, that's how we got pregnant. We had the right 12 to 24 hour period that's, of not trying. Yep. Look at, look at this blessing. Look at Ira mm-hmm. out here getting her eat on. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you wish someone would have told you about motherhood to prepare you? Yes. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily about motherhood, but I wish someone explained to me more about C-sections mm-hmm. and... I wish my doctors, because the whole thing was, oh, no, it's quick. It's easy. It's quick. It's easy. And those are the adjectives I kept on hearing. And, you know, I was in labor for 32 hours. And finally, they were like, he is now going up the canal. You're not dilating anymore. Like, he is moving back up. And your water is broken. We have to have this child. And so I was trying to fight off the C-section, but my mom, who is also a physician, she was just like, you're at a point where now the baby can be harmed. Totally. So you have to do this. And I just wish I, I knew a little more about it because the, the aftermath of it, the, you know, after having him and just that recovery time was brutal because mm-hmm. you, you want to you wanna hold your baby and you want to get out of the bed and you want to do all that stuff. And I just couldn't at first because I couldn't get out of bed when he cried. So. Right. I just wish someone told me a little bit more about that process. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally feel you coming yeah. from someone who also had a C-section. Yeah, they do not tell you how uh, emotionally and physically draining that process exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. Well, <clears throat> thank you so much, Rajni. 
Thank you for having me, ladies. Thank you, Raj. You're so awesome. You guys are so awesome. Oh, oh. 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 I just like y'all's better. Um, thanks for being so candid. Ladies, if you want to get pregnant, watch lesbian porn. Just listen. Don't watch. <laughs> True. <laughs> they watch. Roger was definitely flipping that screen the other way. I was like, too wait, what's tired. Oh, so Lizzie, how you were nodding your head in agreement. So I was like, oh, Lizzie likes lesbian porn. Is that? <laughs> I think it's a universal sexual. I don't. <laughs> what? No, when you, you actually have been a lesbian in your life, lesbian <laughs> porn does nothing for you. You're like, nope. Bring on the game. <laughs> really? <laughs> we asked and y'all answered. You slid into our DMs with questions about motherhood. This week's question is from Anonymous in Atlanta, 35. And Anonymous wants to know, how did you decide to put your child on social media? Dun, dun, dun. This one's for you, Lizzie. Um, so, um, now everybody knows damn well I ain't put my baby in an internet. And I, that can actually, you try to be strict with your rules, but then things change. Um, I was anti put my baby on the internet, and I still am, because I just don't think she needs to be on it. Like, let her live away from... The, social media could be the devil to me. Sure. Um, and I actually have two things regarding that. I hope I remember my points. Um, but recently, my brother... my Recently, my brother got married last week, Thursday, whatever okay. that day was, yeah. like four or five days ago. And... Um, me and my baby had the matching outfit. She had baby William Opon. Yeah, I had so cute. adult William Opon. We were looking real fly. And um, she was very cute. And it was a very ceremonial moment. And my sisters respect my my wishes to not put my baby on the internet. My brother does not. In fact, he put her on when she was like a week old. And we had a battle. And he took her off. And then he snuck in my house. He just think he's, he snuck another picture. <laughs> he was sitting in my living room. I went to take a shower. He snuck another picture, and I got text messages from people like, I finally seen your baby. And I said, how, bitch, how? Ooh. And it was like, uh, your brother put it on. And I said, well, please take my brother, Ooh. my baby off the internet. He goes, no, nah, man. That's how he talks. Me and, me and my partner do a great interpretation of my brother. No, nah, man, take him off. He tried to stay on his ground. I ain't taking off. It's my picture. It's my niece, too. And I said, take my baby off the internet. No, nah, you overdoing this, man. You overdoing Like crying. I was like, take my baby off the internet. He goes, I want to see what the big deal is. Again. She's not hiding from the feds, but I just don't need her to be on the internet. Like, I just don't need it. And then, let's Do you think people are going to put, like, energy on your baby, or... I just feel like I don't need a... a, a, She she just doesn't need to be updated. I just... I have that big old heart button Mm -hmm. on my phone. When Mm -hmm. I want to like a picture, I say like. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't need nobody else's likes. Fair. I like her. Yeah. I don't care what everybody else likes. I don't need no comments. What are you going to say? Ooh, she cute. I know. Good night. Oh, she getting big. I see. <laughs> um, which then also leads me back to this because my partner, when she was like six days old, looking like an old man, we we're all excited and we shared out photos internally. So he shared to one of his friends that I don't like. Mm. Um, and his friend plays. You know a who lot. you are. Yeah, you know who you are, bitch. I'm going for your ass. I'm going to see you. Um, and. I'm not too into this friend, but he sent it as he has the right to. It's his baby. And yeah. he sent it via text message like we all did. Like, oh, I have my baby. And what he did was he took a picture of Akeem's other friend who is a little not attractive. Oh. 
and just has a really funny face. He looks very awkward. And he cut his that kid's face out and put it on my baby's body. Wait, what? I was like, you see what I mean? Like, this is the shit I'm talking about. I'm going to F him up. And he thought it was funny. And Akeem's like, <laughs> I thought it was I said, no, bitch. This, you ain't going to be playing my baby's photos. This is... Oh. So I was like, you you know, it's so yeah. icky. Like, you're putting... Totally. And you don't know what's going to trigger you. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're sensitive as your child. You mm-hmm. literally just carry this baby for however right. long. And she's six and... days old and this idiot's already taking other people's heads and putting them yeah. on my baby's body. I get it. So it's her little wrinkly legs and her onesie <laughs> and this annoying, ugly kid's face on my baby's body. And it's supposed to be funny. And I'm like, see, this is what I don't like. Uh, That's that shit I don't like. Uh, okay. And then I think, remember the, the little baby that went viral? She looked like an old lady and they put mad different wigs on her. Come on. She's like the African no, baby. She's I a little don't. African baby. Come on. They put all these old lady wigs on her because she looked like an old lady. Stop it. At least uh-uh. you know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't. That's somebody's don't. baby. Uh, it's somebody's baby, but shit, you should have been careful what you put on the internet. <laughs> I think the baby Facts. Was, I think the baby was sick. Damn, and the, the baby, baby was, was sick. sick. And they kept calling her auntie on the internet, <laughs> and they kept all the auntie wigs in every coat. Oh my god! Right. Well, see, yeah, I had a lot of feelings about. Actually, I had a lot of. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? My vocabulary is limited at the moment. <clears throat> Mine is always limited. <laughs> I was. Um, I hadn't made a decision about how I felt about putting him on the internet. Mm. Uh, I knew that I didn't want to be one of those parents that, like, every single thing that he does, I'm going to share on the internet as if anybody else cares because Mm -hmm. no one really does. No, I don't care. Right. However, I am the type of person that I think Birdman said it best. Every time you see a nigga stunt nigga. Every time you see a nigga. So I <laughs> like an cute. opportunity to stunt. And if cute. my baby is, is my opportunity to stunt, I'm going to do that too. So I just let it happen organically. I was like, you know what? I really, no, no. Mm. This is what happened. What? I had not put Sergeant on the internet yet. I didn't even say that I was pregnant until probably like five or six months pregnant on the internet. Mm-hmm. I was on my popular page on Instagram and saw a baby. I was like, that baby's beautiful. That looks, that is my child. Oh. So my partner put him on the internet before I did. Even mm. though we had had this conversation like, oh, I don't know. But I guess he just took it upon himself. Now, the thing that saved him is that it was such a sweet caption that he had. I don't even know. It's not about everything he does. He does for him. Blah, blah, blah. Some generic mm. sweet shit, right? And uh, so I finally was just like, okay, fine. I will celebrate Sergeant, and I'll share some of him on the internet. So every now and again, I do post him when I just think he's so cute, and he's I want so everyone else cute. to tell me what I already know. Um, he's so cute. Yeah. His so I think to, to figure out curl. they're popping right. I think in order to, I think you just have to figure out what feels right for you and trust your gut. And I'm gonna take your line, not for nothing. Let's be honest, like a big way that I make money and have opportunities is from social media. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm going to have a child, I'm going to also capitalize on my motherhood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello, like this podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. if putting Sargent on Instagram is going to get us a Pampers ad, then I'll put a photo of us on Instagram. Why not? I have no shame in that. Motherfuckers be doing it for flat tummy tea. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I, I I appreciate your perspective, and I think it just depends on where yeah, you at. No, yeah, there are no yeah, rules. Yeah, whether you anything. decide that you're going to give your baby their own Instagram, like Diego David Dowd, follow mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. or you know, 
Have phantom posts. Mm -hmm. Or do what I do and have use that iOS fake Instagram thing with the share photos. (laughs) Only three people are on it and only three people can like. That's how I share my photos. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, you got to feel out what's right for you and what's right for your family. So... Thank you, Rajni, so much for joining us. Thanks, Raj. Thanks, Raj. And uh, oh, my God, I'm stealing her idea about emailing your baby love notes. Oh. Thanks for chatting with cool moms. Yes. Thanks for chatting with cool moms. Cool moms. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. (laughs) 